morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Sunday, April 2nd, 2021. Guys, I have one for you today that's going to stir a lot of conversation inside the Relationship Stuff 101 group. If you guys follow on Twitter and Instagram, I want you to have a conversation there. If you don't follow on Twitter and Instagram, find Relationship Stuff 101 now and let me know what you think about this podcast. Join Relationship Stuff 101 Facebook group and start a conversation about this podcast. Check out the Purple Pill Perspective on YouTube. I have a different video over there for you guys. Um, The Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman. I did a reaction on that. So go check that out. Check that out on YouTube. But today. (laughs) Boy, there's a conversation that is going to be started today. I'm going to start finding different things to react to. To bring you guys some different content here on Relationship Stuff on One Podcast. We're going to get right into it. Oh, man. So, I was looking up the Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman, and I didn't come up, I didn't come upon that book. For some reason, I couldn't find it in Kindle. Not being able to come upon that book. I ran into another book. For some reason, it's not wanting me to open this book. Hold on, guys. I'm having a little technical difficulty with my phone screen here. Hold on. Okay, here we go. The name of the book is called Black Women, The Laughing Stock of America. Over 101 Ways to better black women. Black women, the laughing stock of America. Wow. So we're going to get into what this book is talking about. Um, this book is written. This book is written by. Um, Bad Basics. Um, you can find the book on Kindle. Or you can Google a book today so we're going to get right into it and let's see what they're talking about in this book okay number one stop cursing like a sailor 
Often in anger or distress, these four words are used to emphasize a point or slip out of our mouths. It has its place, but there is no reason that every word out of your mouth should be vulgar and laced with cursing. It's not ladylike and it shows an inability. Now, it doesn't go no further than that. Now, let me, every time I say one of these, I'm going to give my reaction to it and my breakdown of what I'm under, you know, my breakdown to you guys as well. Yes, every word out of your mouth should not be a curse. If you have a low vocabulary, you will use curses in places where there should be actual words. And for some reason, a lot of people feel as though to better explain things to people or to better help people understand them, when they're frustrated, they have to use cursing. And that cursing gets too better. But you're not carrying yourself like a lady if you're consistently cursing like a man. And that's what this is basically saying. Now, does that mean you're a laughing stock? No, it doesn't mean you're a laughing stock. It means you have work to do on carrying yourself better and not trying to present yourself in such a reckless manner. Let's move on to number two. Stop playing in your weave. Like, (laughs) stop playing in your weave like it is your own hair. Wow. Stop feeling extra special because you have extra long silky hair down your back okay guys there was a little bit of an interruption I'm right back excuse me okay we was at number two stop playing in your weave like it is your own hair stop feeling extra special because you have extra long silky hair down your back if the majority of your hair or your head isn't yours in a sense you are playing dress up and that's fine however if the only time you feel beautiful is when you are wearing a wearing and combining your fingers through some yaki then you need to check yourself You should feel special with or without weed. (laughs) Wow. Now, I'm not laughing because I agree. I'm laughing because of how vulgar this person is starting to be from the beginning. Do I agree? Now, how you feel about how you look when you're dressed up is up to you. And if that makes you feel better, so be it. But what this person is trying to convey is that you should not feel special because you have the yaki in your hair. You think that should not make you feel special. It should not make you feel better. Now, some people do get weave because it makes them feel better about themselves. And these people may struggle with some type of insecurity or some type of personal issues that they have inside. They may struggle with this. 
So to them to beautify themselves in this way makes them feel better. It's, it's who they are, it's their business, that's what they would say. But this book is trying to say, let's get past that making you feel good and feel good about who you are inside, regardless of what you look like and what your hair looks like. Be beautiful, be you. Let's move on to number three. Stop creating baby hair for brushing your edges. Uh huh. <laughs> Out in hopes to make it look like you have good hair that's played out. Oh man, I've seen that a lot back in the 90s. Back when I was growing up, a lot of females would use uh, um, some type of hold. I forgot the name of it. They would use and they would, you know, pat down their edges to make it look like they had baby hair. You would, you would see people back in the 90s, they would do a little swivel thing with it. Uh, look that up. Look like a, 90, a lot of 90s photos. Women were doing that a lot more back in the 90s. I don't know if women do that today. Um, my wife doesn't do it. My wife has really good hair. She does not do that. But I don't know if women are doing that today. But if they are doing that today, that's bananas. But that's another thing to beautify themselves, to make themselves look beautiful. If that's what they're doing, to feel good about themselves, that's, you know, that's their business. But once again, if you don't have baby hair or your hair is not of um, finer texture, why are you doing it? That's basically what this book is trying to convey. Once again, that's the breakdown. Let's move over to number four. Stop patting your weave in public. (laughs) Actually, it's less of patting and more like beating your head I know that it really itches but be subtle and possible and and be subtle as possible because people who don't understand your reasoning may really think you are a crazy person now in defense of number four I used to have braids and the padding of the head for people who don't know means that their hair itch it itches now at a certain point, your hair is itching so bad, that's why the patent becomes more aggressive. And it becomes more, uh, how do I want to say? I'm trying to find the correct word to use. It becomes more aggressive and it becomes more excessive because the itching becomes worse. Now, at a certain point, you're going to have to get your hair redone because the itching is due to the fact that the hair is dirty. And it needs to be redone. It needs to be washed. So don't let your weave, your braids get to a point where they're so bad that you still don't want to mess up the edges. That's what it is. They don't want to scratch in between the edges because it'll it'll make the hair uh, protrude out. So they don't want to scratch it. So instead of scratching it, they pat it. And that's supposed to help. That's the reason why they do that. For people who don't know, I know a lot of women out there probably know that already. But just for people who don't know, that's the reason why they do that. And if you see them patting their hair and there are no braids, that's because they have braids under the weave. They may have on a wig and their hair is braided underneath and they're patting the braids underneath. It may be time to snatch that weave off and go wash your hair. Number five. Stop being defensive and easily offended. 
Everyone is not your enemy and out to get you. Stop expecting people to screw with you so that you have a reason to play the victim and curse someone out. You don't have to consistently prove how tough you are. And that's a fact. I mean, you got that. That's between men and women. You don't have to always be on a defense. And that has to do with not being brought up correctly and not knowing how to uh, present yourself as a lady or as a man. You feel as though you always have to belittle people in order to make yourself feel better. So you build up by tearing down. And that's how a lot of people are. You shouldn't be building yourself up by tearing down others. Present yourself with respect and that's what you're going to get. You're going to get what you dish out. So if you dish out a whole lot of negativity, you're going to get a whole lot of negativity. If you dish out a lot of respect and a lot of admiration, if you still get disrespect, that don't mean you have to belittle yourself or drop down to somebody's level. You have to still be the professional. You have to still be the outstanding person you are and don't let somebody bring you out of your character. Um, Let's move on. Number six, stop wearing bright colored, especially blonde weave, if you're not of a lighter shade. Oh no. It usually doesn't complement darker skin. Your beauty is really complimented and enhanced when wearing things that look natural. <laughs> I was a guy. I mean, I've seen females that are, are darker shades with blonde hair, and I always ask myself, like, that looks crazy. You know, but who am I? That's my opinion. If that makes them feel good about themselves, hey, so be it. Wear your weave as light as you want to, you know, bleach blonde or whatever, but it does make you look, you know, a little bit bananas when you're wearing a weave and you're like a bleach blonde and, you know, you're as dark as, you're as dark as, uh, you know, um, Lupita Youngo, you know, Lupita Youngo or something, someone of that shade, not, no disrespect towards Lupita or that model with the baldy that's real dark. She's a supermodel. She's real dark. If you can look her up, she has a baldy and she's an African. You're not dark with a blonde weave. I mean, it does make you stand out. And people question why would you do that. So if you're going to wear a weave, if you're going to wear your hair a certain way, I mean, at least make it look natural to wear it attached to you. Now, what a lot of people don't understand is people who take risks, risk takers, are usually people, because that's a risk taker, are usually people you have to question before you deal with them. Or question why you're going to deal with them. Because they take that type of risk. They'll take those type of risks with anything. You know. But once again. It's my opinion. Let's move on to number seven. Wearing custom made. Free my family members from jail t-shirts. <laughs> Unless there is some. Radical protest. Or there has been a great injustice. There's no reason to wear. These kind of shirts. Especially when you know. They aren't even innocent. Just wearing the shirt and doing nothing else isn't going to change anything. It serves no other purpose than to make you look like a hood rat and tell everyone who didn't know before that your family member is locked up. And that's a fact. I mean, a cold hard fact, you know, you don't have to wear that shirt everywhere, but that's your business. Once again, a lot of people who listen to this podcast, that's my business. I wear what I want. You know, um, nobody can tell me what to do. You know, blah, blah, blah. Many different things of that nature. I do what I want. But it's like this book is trying to tell you 
you don't have to walk into Walmart when you go into your local Walmart with the free Tyrone shirt on. You understand what with the with the with the free little bow shirt on. You don't need to do that. You don't need to let everybody know your business and what you're going through. Walking around everywhere. Present yourself in a more presentable manner when you walk out in public. I, I agree. And there's a less some type of protest for Tyrone and there's some type of injustice that's that's been served to Tyrone and he's locked up. Like the free Meek Mill. Meek Mill was locked up for just doing a Papa Willie. Allegedly, that's what you know, that's what the story is. If there were some other type of things that you know Tyrone killed somebody and Tyrone is guilty, man, take that shirt off. Tyrone guilty. You understand? That's just what it is. Number eight. Wearing cheap, gaudy jewelry from the beauty supply store like it's top notch. The jewelry looks cheap and nasty. You can wear it. Just don't think you're fooling anybody with it. And please, don't think that you look classy in it. You pay for what you get. If it's cheap when you buy it, it looks just as cheap when, uh, when, you, when you were. You are better off not wearing anything. Um, I'm guessing talking about the fashion jewelry that you'll find at most hair stores in the hood. And, uh, you know, other hair stores around wherever you live. You may live in a secluded area, too. And you have some little side hair store that an Asian owns. Uh, that's another story. Um, or you have a Sally's. I don't know if Sally's sell this fashionable jewelry, but excuse me, wearing the jewelry in a manner as if it's real or telling people it's real or presenting as being real makes you look fake because you're trying to present or um, project something that's not real. You know, and you're, you've already been in these last four or five things, you've already been said to somebody that's presenting themselves as being fake. And that's a whole lot of work you have to do. And why are you presenting yourself to be someone else that you're not? It, has, it means that you have a lot of work to do inside. Once again, there may be insecurities and maybe maybe other personal reasons why you're doing this to disattach yourself from who you really are. But what you have to do is bring yourself back to who you are and try to be better and do better about who you are. And you know you have unfashionable jewelry. You know those are not real diamonds. That's Cuban Ciconian. You should not trick yourself into believing that those Cuban Ciconian is real diamonds, you know? So let's move on to number nine. Stop arguing and fighting in public. Woo! When you argue in public, things, when you argue in public, things, it shows people that you don't have respect for yourself, the person you're arguing with, or the people around you. There is a time and a place, and if you are having a disagreement in public, do it in a civil manner. Now, this this is for anybody. It's not just for black women. But the thing is, the stereotypical woman of African descent is the one that's shown to be an angry black woman and more likely to disrespect people in public and disrespect their mates in public. I just did the podcast on the, the Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman, where Shaharazad Ali even talks about that. The woman of African descent does not know her place, and she does not submit to her man in certain aspects. And I explained what submit is. Submit is not you being a punk. It's not you being a sucker. It's not him taking advantage of you. It's not him taking over you. It's you carrying yourself in the manner in which a lady should carry herself. 
People should not know you're having a discussion with your partner or your mate in public. They should not know that. Your conversation, use your, outs- use your inside voice outside. You understand? That's what you should be doing. And if you have to correct your mate or check your mate, you should not be doing that in front of your kids. And you should not be doing it in public. You don't want people to see that there's turmoil in your household while you're out in public. Some people may take advantage of that. You may want people to take advantage of that. Who knows? You may want people to see that things are not what they think it is. Now, if you're being abused or physically abused and beat down and you have no voice and then your husband gets you in public and tell you, I knock your damn head off right here in front of everybody and you're just sick and tired of the abuse, you can make it be known in some type of way wherever you're at that this man is beating you down. But if... He's just trying to give a little bit of correction. And you say, no, you dumb MF, or that's not what I want to do. You have just belittled him, belittled yourself, and belittled the whole relationship in front of everybody. And now you look bad. And if you don't care that you look bad, that's some inside work that you have to do. Let's move on to the final one, number 10. Stop complaining to everyone, even strangers, about your problems. Stop playing the victim and telling everyone you meet your life story and how you just have it hard. Some people are so used to losing that it's all they know to talk about. However, it gives off a bad vibe. People want to be around a winner, not someone whose bad luck may rub off on them. I mean, you should not be out telling people your business anyway. And a lot of times you'll have a person who's reached a certain point in their relationship where they're tired of their partner and they'll meet somebody new because they feel like that person's grass may be greener and they'll start telling the new person bad things that are happening in their relationship which they should not be doing that because a lot of times when a person is saying what's happening in any relationship they never implement themselves and they never put themselves in that place as though they're the bad person and as they do bad things too. If you are talking to someone who's consistently bad-mouthing the people they're supposed to love, you have to question dealing with this person. But a lot of times, in a lot of situations, the person's only listening to you to get something from you anyway. So everything you're telling them, they don't care about. They're only listening to you to get an advantage. That has to be something that people need to listen, think about. If they're sitting there listening to you being negative and being disrespectful and being lewd and loud, you know, just being dishonorable and and doing a whole lot of betrayal, this person does not care about you. If If you're presenting all the negativity to them, the only thing they want is to gain something from you and leave you alone. So as you're discussing your problems and everything else to them, it's just hitting a brick wall. It's going through their ear and hitting the other side. That's the only thing that's happening. They're not listening to what you're saying. They don't care about what you're saying. They, they, they can care less. They give an F about what you're talking about. So why sit there and talk to everyone about your business? If you want to talk to someone, go get a mediator. Go talk to some, Go get some therapy and talk to someone who can help you. Don't go talk to people who will take advantage and make things worse for you. And just make the situation worse. So guys. Um, if you want to read this whole book. I've only read that part of it. Um, 
it's a whole lot more. There's an introduction into why the person wrote the book. It tells you that too. We're not going to get into that because I don't want to make this podcast too long. Um, I want to do this, this, this disclaimer though. Uh, this disclaimer may be important for you guys. If you made it through to the end without saying, oh, fuck this. I'm out of here. Hopefully you made it to the end without saying that. And, and hopefully those 10 things was something that made you laugh or something that made you think seriously about what you're doing. Share this podcast, guys. Share this podcast with your friends. Um, this, like I said, this is going to cause a conversation. Some people may be heated or upset by the conversation. Remember, it's just my opinion. Um, this book, this person, this is what I'm going to read this disclaimer. I'm going to read the disclaimer. Although the title of the book may seem as harsh and condemning, this is one book of a series that is a writing for the betterment of black women in today's America. It is meant to buy somewhat critical yet address important issues so the person is saying even though this is going to be hard for you to listen to by the end of reading this book hopefully it changes some of the things that you do so you may still wear your blonde weave but you might not be cursing in public no more so maybe it changes something you know and once again Black woman, the laughing stock of America, 100, over 101 ways to better black women. And it's written by Bad Basics. So, once again, ladies, gentlemen, you know, this is not just for ladies, this is a gentleman too. You may have a daughter, you may have a wife who needs to hear this. You may have an aunt who needs to hear this, a niece who needs to hear this. Share this podcast around, guys. Let's get this podcast to at least 100 monthly listeners. Let's get this podcast to at least 1,000 monthly listeners by the end of this year. At least 1,000. Share this around. This, this, their conversation needs to be started off of this. Shout out to Bad Basics. Um, this, I'm going to read the whole book myself. I just found this book. Once again, look for another book. I'm going to check out the whole book myself. This is just a reaction to the first 10 things it gave you. So I'm going to read the whole book myself. I may come back. If you guys want me to come back and do a little bit more of this, let me know. Follow Relationship Stuff 101 on Instagram and Twitter. And let me know in the comment section attached to this to this video. Because I'm going to put it up and I'll put the link. If you want me to continue on. If you want me to do more of this book react to it some more let me know and I will um join a group on Facebook if you in a comment section hey I'm here from when you did the video the uh, podcast on you know black women being the laughing stock of America uh, I would like for you to continue reacting to that let me know that's why you joined the book the, the Facebook group once again check out the purple pill perspective on YouTube I would will, I will love for you guys to check that out as well. So, if you enjoy this podcast, let me know about it by, by checking out any of those social media networks. Share this podcast around. If you want to um, donate to the podcast, you know, to build the podcast up a little bit more, I'll leave a link to my uh, Cash App and you guys can donate to the Cash App to help me get this, to build up this podcast 
and to become better so that we all can grow together here on the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. So once again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Sunday morning, May 2nd, 2021. I've been your host, Shahir Henderson, and I'm going to catch y'all on the next podcast. Peace.